So we have another potential site for the Arizona Coyotes' new arena. This whole episode, we'll be talking about that. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked On Coyotes, your number one, number one daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. I'm your host, Robin Leonio. That's Matthew Jacobson right beside me. We got a great show for you guys today. As Arizona, the Arizona Coyotes could potentially take an opportunity, take seize an opportunity, Matthew, of a new, of a new potential building site over the uh, we'll just. You know, this week we found out that uh, uh, land was purchased from uh, the uh, Salt River Reservation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Boardwalk, Arizona, just purchased what almost nearly fifty acres of land from the Salt River Reservation. It's a very um, specific number, actually. Forty-eight point acres. Eight, yes. And, and that's not me trying to cut you off. That is me just trying to accentuate what you're saying because what. What does that number look very much like? It's actually the exact uh, size, I think, plus or minus two acres as the TED. That was on 46 acres, correct? I believe it was like it was within that range, like 46 to some even projected as much as 50. Mm-hmm. So it's like we're with we're, we're playing with what an acre or two. Like it's that there, there's like that is really close in size. <laughs> yeah, and and this I have the tweet from Greg right here uh, at Greg Dunaway, just so that we were, we're properly citing our sources. And I I wanted to really lead off discussing this. I also have an article uh, from BizJournals.com to kind of look over real quick because I this is fascinating because this is very convenient and this also disclaimer there has not been a single report from anyone credible or not that the coyotes have called on this they are anywhere involved in this or that this is something the coyotes have looked at however there are a lot of things that do line up for the coyotes to potentially swoop in and in this tweet i'll go ahead and read it for you real quick This is huge news in the Coyotes Arena search. 48 acres are now available for development in the 101 corridor throughout the company that owns and operates the Arizona Boardwalk. Primo land for a, quote, dynamic entertainment. And if the Coyotes are not talking with them, they are crazy, which is 110% correct. If the Coyotes have not made calls in some way, shape, or form, at the very least, ever since this was finalized, they're crazy. Because this is some great opportunity. Like this is land. Like this, this is prime real estate, and it's actually right around where we talked before. Uh, maybe Robin decides to get fancy and puts a link in later. Maybe she doesn't. But we did mention the Salt River, you know, near Talking Stick Resort, right across the street, essentially from Salt River Field, where the D-backs play. And just to give you a little more context, it's literally just uh, north of Odyssey. It's this giant plot of, of land 
this is a premier location right there on, on the 101. If they're not calling to at least see if they can strike a deal, this is ridiculous. All right. Because, absolutely. Yeah, it is absolutely ridiculous. And I, you know, like what really got me peaked and cause you're right. It is right North of the Odyssey. And, um, I'll just go ahead and uh, show a maps overlay. That was, um, you from, from the source that we looked at from Greg Dunaway, mm -hmm. take a look at this right here, right? I'm putting it right on YouTube. This is the exact screenshot that he had of on Google Maps um, that he put out in his tweet, and of course, I'll link you to I'll link you guys to the tweet so it's properly um, you know properly credited. But, um, but Odyssey Aquarium right there, and you had the Talking Stick Entertainment District slash you know Talking Stick Resort. It's becoming an entertainment district over time. They're building a lot of stuff down there. Within just literally just like hey, there's I believe that's uh, Dobson Road. And right next off a talking stick, so it's it's right there. It is a really convenient location for a lot of things to happen. Look, people can kind of have a decent amount of time before going and and move up there, and still, it's just a unique location, and I love it. <laughs> and it's literally like we we talked about and like and we we did talk about it on a previous episode where we kind of justified what we meant by more centralized location with Fiesta Mall this is pretty much dead center where you'd want it to be for that east valley like yes. for the Scottsdale North Phoenix Chandler it's a slight bit of a drive but it's really not that bad like this is perfect all right 100% perfect and and Arizona board, uh, Boardwalk secures 48 acres for future land development. And I, I do want to read the statement again. If Robin would like to throw the statement on in post, she, she can. Uh, but it's – I want to get to the, the actual like release in a second. But the land like this does not just show up. Land like this does not just have the opportunity every single day. And, again, I'm not making the conspiracy theory that the Coyotes were involved from the start – not making the conspiracy theory that Morello is involved in this. Nothing like that. All I'm saying is the acreage, the 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 time of it, of it being secured for future development, the location is all very convenient in the context of this could work if all the parties involved get on a call together and like the things that are being said. Uh, well, oh, 100%. Um, I, I, in it, I think what's interesting is, um, the fact that Arizona Boardwalk pretty much said, Hey, we're open to, we want, we're, we're communicating with developers and we want, you know, the best possible use of this land. How, like, it just, like, I believe just the timing of it, Matthew, the timing of this all does not seem coincidental to me though. Like again, there's so much speculation. A lot of this is speculation. That's it's I mean, all speculation. It is all speculation. It's all one hundred percent speculation. We could be so far off, mm -hmm. but it just does not seem coincidental. The timing of all this, from the you know, from the failure of the election, knowing what the size of the TED was, to the statement saying, Hey, in the coming weeks, we will be, we we're, you know, we will talk with local officials. We'll look at new sites mm -hmm. and look salt river, salt river technically was, is 
you know, that was considered as, you know, local officials. Arizona Boardwalk just happens to have purchased the land. A developer can just come in and it's like, all right, this is ours. Um, that developer very well could be Alex Morello. It just does not seem coincidental to me. Again, we could be wrong. It just yeah. seems just too, I don't know. <laughs> Look, it, it's, it's, I want to get into the statement so I can properly convey everything. And this is uh, from the Scottsdale Salt River Maricopa Indian community. And I was reading an article today. Uh, uh, if you will allow me, I want to tease a little bit from my personal stuff. I do plan on, on going over this article and kind of saying yes or no, who has been confirmed to have gotten the call from the Coyotes at this point. It's a very short list, actually. I do believe that was one of the parties that were not currently in negotiation with the Coyotes. So, again, this is all speculation, but it all lines up perfectly. But do you want to know what isn't speculation? All right. FanDuel. Let's go ahead and get to that overlay so we can get paid. So, make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs or, you know, NHL playoffs if you prefer. uh, Because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. And uh, look, I'm someone that likes to, to, to waste a little bit of money, right? Have a little bit of fun. And uh, I, I do remember I put down some money on Mikhail Bridges to be Defensive Player of the Year a couple of years back. And you know what? Especially if you have the ability to get a no-sweat bet, why not go ahead and just have a little bit of fun with your 5 or $10 you got lying around somewhere. There's no better place to bet on all the playoff action for, than America's number one sportsbook. Visit Spanduel. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on. Get a no sweat bet up to $2,500. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Fanduel official sports betting partner of the NBA and I'm pretty sure NHL. But NBA, got to stick to the script. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, you mentioned, you mentioned the, uh, you know, the statement. I do have uh, the, uh, the press release from from Arizona Boardwalk available if you'd like if you'd like me to pull that up. Yeah, so that, that way people don't see how how I fumble over my words while I'm trying to read here. All right, let's put it up. All right, so Arizona Boardwalk at Talking Stick has announced the acquisition of an additional 48 acres of land for future expansion. Located north of the current designation alongside Arizona State Route 101, Loop 101, uh, the land presents a unique opportunity for companies seeking to co- Locate with Arizona Boardwalk, the Valley's well-established and popular entertainment mecca uh, anchored by Odyssey Aquarium and Butterfly Wonderland. The new development is uniquely positioned to benefit from Arizona's Boardwalk's current large and diverse audience with over 2 million annual visitors and its prime location that sees more than 160,000 vehicles pass by daily. I want to cut that off real quick as someone who spent a lot of time in the East Valley when I was doing electrical work back in the day. Yes, that is very much accurate. How many cars? Uh, go As someone by that here. works in that district, yes. <laughs> oh yeah, you do. That's right. Anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> get back on track. Uh, the Talking Stick, uh, Talking Stick Entertainment District, and Scottsdale Entertainment Space is thriving, and the area is booming with a significant influx of visitors. Said Rob Kanishki. I do apologize if I'm terrible with names. A managing partner at Arizona Boardwalk. The new property has incredible potential for innovation and collaboration. With leaders in the family entertainment industry, we are eager to speak with 
visionary companies that will bring their exceptional ideas and original concepts to this entertainment-driven market. I want to cut it off there real quick, all right? Entertainment-driven market. They want entertainment. Obviously, it's it's no secret that the land just south, all right, if Robin ever wants to put the, the map back up, just south of what we're talking about, they want to build a baseball park. This has been a thing. It's been conversations that we've all known about for at least like five or six years. Robin, you want to add a little bit onto that real quick? Oh, you're absolutely right. Um, like I believe, like we we, we talked about that location uh, right next to Talking Stick Resort as a potential spot to put the Arizona Diamondbacks, even the Arizona Coyotes, to kind of see, hey, you know, that's where that's where something can be. And I'm gonna do what I did last time and uh, bring up my good friend Google Earth. Because <laughs> I love it. You know, I can never say no to Google Earth. But and look, pretty much the, the land location, they wanted is right down here, isn't it? Like right at the bottom of your map. Yeah. So this location right about. here is where it's going to be, where the land was purchased. Mm-hmm. This right here is where I thought, hey, that'd be a perfect spot. That is like incredibly close. Because mm-hmm. like either way, you have, uh, you know, you got. Yeah, Arizona Boardwalk, you got, you know, what they talked about, Butterfly Wonderland, Odyssey Aquarium, Talking Stick Resort, you got the talking you got you got the golf club right there. Hey, you got a top golf right there, you got Salt River Fields. Like it is an entertainment district. It is it is it is built for entertainment. That's why it mentions that. You bring in a you know, a sports venue, or maybe two sports venues. Like that's incredible. That would be an incredible opportunity. That would 110%. And the fact that that land right there, and they they do specify the the language here. Um, I I want to I want to find the, the space that it, it really caught my eye. How they want to uh, where the he double heck was it? I'm trying to skim back over it. Where they essentially say that they they want to like co-lease because this wouldn't be land that the Coyotes would be able to buy. I want everyone to know that this is not land the Coyotes can purchase. But if you get involved in this partnership and they're already saying right now they want more entertainment. Now, there was the reports from Craig Morgan. I'm not 110 percent sure exactly how much uh, how much fire is on this. But there is a report from a credible uh, credible journalist that essentially if, if the Salt River Indian community wanted to get into bed with the Coyotes, they would want new ownership now. I don't know what form that would take in. I anyone that knows me and has been following me on Twitter knows I'm pro HBA to the point where I'm now harassing him once a day until he either buys my coyotes or blocks me. But th- th- something to keep in mind. Just keep that in the back of your mind. But the coyotes have generally had very good relationships with the local tribes. Uh, the Arizona coyotes need a new home. This is a very, very similar plot of land in terms of overall size that it. it this would be perfect. Literally be perfect. I mean, especially because, I mean, you talked about it being a co-lease and everything like that. Because look, let's look at it this way. Because the land was essentially, it was purchased by Arizona Boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is now essentially owned by that. It's still, is it still on tribal land? Yes, but it's now owned by that. Like they have, now that company has reigned to kind of choose how they want to develop that, right? Obviously, they still have to go to the tribes and how exactly things go. But I, the, I believe now a lot of that, a lot of 
because we talked about what I think you mentioned, like it would it would normally would take like what ten years or whatever if you want to go yeah, through. Yeah, I think Nor- Craig Morgan was quoted as saying it could take five to ten years. Yeah, to get the, so, the permits and everything required. To, yeah, to build that's through the normal the process. This could potentially speed things up a lot if there is interest. If because again, interest. depending yeah. on the temperature of that of that report, that the the tribes would want different ownership because of the the gaming license, and it also wouldn't work with Ishbia. But if Ishbia buys them, he'd move them downtown, and probably that that rumored arena plan that that's been reported that he might want. It's all rumors; nothing has been confirmed. But it would make it that much easier to just build an arena with hockey and basketball in mind, as there's plenty of places you could do it still downtown. So. It wouldn't work with Morello or with Ishbia, more than likely. But that's just depending on the temperature of of that report. I I want to get excited because they they want entertainment here. They literally have it in their press release that they want entertainment As I bring on the spot of land, and and the Coyotes already have the blueprints for an entertainment district. Literally with the same footprint, essentially. Now, there are a lot of issues. Again, because this is still tribal land, you there is no private land ownership. I don't know how much of that can be changed or is subject to whatever because of Arizona Boardwalk uh, essentially acquiring this. This is stuff that I am way out of my element. I'm trying my best to understand it as we go through. But there would still be the issues of having a physical sports book there would be the issues very likely of having the residential so there would still be a lot of issues but if you just keep with the arena concept potentially the theater slash uh practice facility concept and the shopping this this would support the high-end shopping craig morgan brought up a great point just to keep citing my sources when he said that the the fiesta mall location very likely could not support high-end shopping Robin also gave her opinion, essentially agreeing with that a handful of episodes ago. This is different. This is that North Phoenix, kind of Scottsdale area. This is where the money's at. I just take, I just took a look at something, Matthew. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm bringing the map back up, just the, the map from um, that we got from Twitter. Mm-hmm. That red line right there at the top of the border of the, of the land that they secure, mm-hmm. that is the northern border of the Salt River Indian community. North of that is Scottsdale. It's literally right there. It is literally and, right there. And to the other side of the freeway is Scottsdale. Theoretically, Morello can put a sports book and literally just on the other side of the border. Theoretically, because correct me if I'm wrong, right here on the 101, there's literally already a shopping district and also like a, a, a I think that's where the White Castle is. But there's some open land here you can see, or isn't that shopping district? You can put whatever you want on the actual like city-owned or privately owned city land that isn't Salt River. Now, again, there still could be complications. That could be a workaround that the tribes would see disrespectful or not want. There are so many ways this could not work. Just to be fair, keep everyone's expectations realistic. However... What, what this, this Greg individual said that the Coyotes would be crazy if they weren't calling, I 100% agree with. They would be insane to not inquire about this because 
if the right deal could be struck and if because of of this land essentially being secured for development that could speed things along and you wouldn't have to go through this long arduous process we could have an arena before the end of the the fourth year of mullet it could you could literally sign that fourth year and do what they did when Glendale Arena opened. You play the first half in Phoenix, and then like December or whatever, or January, whatever would open, you could have the, them just switch over to the new building. Yeah, absolutely. Like you, you, the process can, you know, it can, it can, it can move really fast. And I think that's the thing is, and the reason, and a very reason why I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, the timing is just. It's just, it seems too much. It's, it's, it's just, just doesn't, doesn't seem a coincidence to me. That's because it doesn't, it just doesn't feel that way to me. And especially when, um, like, you know, look, they, the, the, if they haven't already, but especially given the fact that the, uh, Phoenix Business Journal posted about, you know, about that land and, you know, and they asked about, hey, would you consider the coyotes? Like, we're open to all ideas. Like, they didn't say no. They didn't say no. And again, that also could come with them wanting different ownership. Just again, to, to stake with all of our sources and all the information that has been given to all of us, yes. publicly accessible, that could mean that. Or it could mean we want to hear the price. It could mean, do they still want residential because we're not doing that? It could mean any number of things. Positive, negative, neutral. Doesn't matter. It could mean any of those things, but they did not say no. And that is important to think about right here, just with how perfect all this seems to line up. Just from the 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 naked eye, just looking at it and some basic two and two math, everything lines up so perfectly here that I just I Marulo needs to get on a call if he hasn't already. Start talking numbers, start being like, look, if we can't have the residential, I'll kick it out. If we can't have the sports book, I'll, I'll build it across the street if that's okay with you guys. Whatever. Whatever you have to do, whatever is the individual thing that, that or, or, or series of processes you need to go through to get this done, if this is a realistic possibility for the Coyotes, this is 120% the best bleeping possibility. 100%. Like, that is right where you want it. The, and the, that's the, there's because again ahead. there is a reason why I asked I, I said initially in like what the first week the first couple of days after the election and mm-hmm. I put that talking stick resort location as a potential because I'm like look because the 101 is right there if for those who are um you know who don't understand the valley the 101 loop. Is is like the you know the biggest loop essentially the most important loop in the in the valley because like pass this through the West Valley all the way on the west side goes all the way through North Phoenix and then back through Scottsdale and into Chandler like it is a massive loop of a highway that takes so many people and again through that statement through this press release that it says that location sees more than 160,000 vehicles passed by daily. Like I said, I work in that area. I know how many vehicles pass through. I sometimes literally looking out the window and like, I see how many how many cars pass by like, yeah, that is a lot of cars. Someone even actually mentioned sometime like at my work, 
about a week, or maybe even earlier this week. It's like, I they say, hey, I kind of just like did a rough count of, and I did some math of how many vehicles pass by this location on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, that is, that is, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's a really good thought. Um, for those that are thinking, I want a location that's even, that's more centralized in terms of valley wise. There one, isn't, it, isn't downtown Phoenix. Like, yeah, it, that's it, all they want. They want downtown or midtown Phoenix. Downtown, it's not going to work. No. Like, there is, there isn't more central. There no. isn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. Than downtown or Tempe, there is not a more central location. Yeah, you can't get that. And then the other one was like, oh, we want something, you know, off of the light rail. And the only closest, other, oh, the, the closest thing besides that, of course, would be downtown or like, you know, that Mesa location. We maybe do an extension or whatever because what because Fiesta Mall, you can figure something out or shuttle or do whatever. Um, this is definitely not in the path of public transit. But let's be real. As we mentioned, most Coyote season ticket holders are where, Matt? Scottsdale. Scottsdale. But Chandler. Probably some North Phoenix in there. Gilbert, too. Where the money is. Yes. And those those people are commuters. They they drive. (laughs) That's what they do. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. This is... People, uh, just to address this real quick for for the last little bit, people have essentially told me they don't think that I'm as optimistic or as like confident like lately, and it's like it's not it at all. What it is is that we are we're we're in the end times. We are literally in the end game. Either you know, sign that that deal, force a sale to Ishbia, or the team relocates. There there is no fourth option. It's either this ownership gets it done, they force the sale to Ishbia and they stay here, or they're not. At this point, we are just waiting for the confirmation. I still think the team stays here. There is still, even just breaking it down that way, knowing the amount of opportunities that Morello has to keep him here, there's still a two-thirds chance, minimum, in my opinion, they stay here. But we still can't, like, get rosy and celebrate yet. We still got to wait for the confirmation. So I'm just waiting for it. But when we have, like, premier land opportunities like this, they they need to jump on this. Yes, absolutely. Or Mesa. One of the two. Pick. Fiesta Mall, Ishbia, or this this location, Talking Stick. Like, like Alex Morello, if you are listening to this podcast, you probably not. Open your wallet. Open it up. All right. There is Turn on your phone on and make and the you know fucking it. call. Yes. Make the call. You know there's money to be made here. All right. You know it. You also know it's with, with Sahara bets. There's also literally a an un like uncapped amount you could make, even if you can't have a physical sports book, even though it would do you better if you did. But across the street helps. All right. But even if you can't put the physical sports book there, there is literally no upper limit to the money you can make there. And this is already the most expensive sport. I hate how expensive the sport is, but if you want to make the money, you have to go where the people have the most disposable income, where the most of your season ticket holders are, where the most amount of people are going to be just fine with $30 to park and overpriced beer and $200 for a jersey with an advertisement on it and don't care about that. 
that's where you go. And then people like me will just wait for sales when players get traded and I'll, I'll grow my jersey collection cheap because I'm a cheap bastard. <laughs> get it done. <laughs> Get it, yeah, get it done, absolutely. And like, 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 like we said, we have like, you know, players likely have a deadline to know clarity. We want to know clarity. Get this done sooner rather than later. Make the call. I want to know this summer. I want to know this summer if you made the call and are etching out a deal. But yeah. again, and I will reiterate what I have said, Matthew, time and time again. Even if a deal is, if a deal is made. I'll get off edge a little bit. I'll still be on edge, and I will not believe anything until I step foot in that arena and my ticket is scanned. You're too cynical, Robin. You are you are too cynical, or I'm just too optimistic. Um, but if you get this deal done, I will be very, very happy, boy. Get it done, or join my Twitter campaign. Uh, at the AZ Sports Guide every single day, we're going to be tweeting at Matt Ishbia until he buys the team or blocks us. So uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do a grassroots campaign. So regardless, we're going to get this done and the team's not leaving. <laughs> no, the team is not leaving. We will, like, I think, yeah, we will start just a campaign in general here on Locked on Coyotes. Whatever you want. Like, we'll stand in front of the doors to block them from loading up the moving trucks. All right. <laughs> We we yes. live in the old west. I'll I will get a bow and arrow because uh, I can't threaten gun violence. But I will get a bow and arrow and I will sit outside the practice facility and I will protect our assets. You're not leaving with my kachinas, damn it. Nope. Yeah, absolutely. No. <laughs> they I will refuse to let them let them leave. <laughs> Gonna hold them hostage. That's a locked on promise. We don't break campaign promises. Because we don't make serious promises. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts before we close things off? Either make the call to them or make the call to Matt Ishbia, Morello. Tick tock. Time, yeah. Tick tock indeed. Time is ticking down. And you said it perfectly earlier. We are in the end game for Arizona Coyotes fans. So do so. Or, Arizona Coyotes in general. The next move is yours. We'll mm -hmm. see what happens. Anyways, that's it for today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you've yet to already. We are available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube and the SiriusXM radio app. You can interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash LockedOnCoyotes, and on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Matthew Jacobson is at the Easy Sports Guy. Interact oh, wait, that's my name. My name is Matthew uh, Jack Boson. <laughs> Jack Boson. <laughs> <laughs> my oh, old wife didn't even realize I spelled my name wrong, and I was like, yo... You literally took that last day. <laughs> uh, if you don't understand, follow us, follow us on Twitter and interact with us. <laughs> Ask us a question you might have. We might answer right back around a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thank you again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.